I've noticed this trend is like, this is like more of a a red pill in general thing, right? Mm -hmm. But they often talk about the nuclear family, right? It's like the nuclear family is dying. Feminism is killing it or has killed it and et cetera, et cetera. These women are not built for making families. And I'm like, okay, I'm not mad at it. I, you can say that a lot of modern changes that we've made to society definitely do not enable us, right, to have the same type of family Indeed. that we used to have. Agreed? Agreed. When you preach to people that they need to get 50 bodies before they can really settle down, how is that contributing to the nuclear family? Just be, be, be careful how you use my name. Right. Um, so this is the, um, what's it called? This is the irony, right, that, that, they, that they say, right, that men should be um, the ones that choose not to sleep around, right? But here's the problem. Uh, in a society where you have, um, basically, we don't live in a tribal society anymore. So everybody doesn't know everyone. So sociopaths or men that don't care about other people, uh, they're free to run around and sleep with as many girls as they want. And the guys that white knight and just choose not to sleep around, right, and only go for one girl their whole life, uh, they get outcompeted by by these by these chads, right? So you you can't. So, so what uh, Abba and preach, right? What they're talking about is they're, they're uh, talking about how fresh and fit advocates for having an encounter of fifty before you settle down, right? And he says that that's contributing to the decline. Okay, although even before, uh, like men were promiscuous and like society worked totally fine. Who was not promiscuous in that system? Men or women? Well, let me tell you about women's nature. Women are fundamentally hypergamous and men are polygamous. So you can totally have um, a system where men are polygamous and women are hypergamous. Um, that's called um, traditional marriage, right? And what's funny is these guys are talking about the nuclear family. Um, the nuclear family is actually a modern invention. Before it was the extended family, right? In, uh, in older cultures and older generations and even nowadays in uh, many second world and third world countries, um, they don't have a nuclear family. They live in an extended family. So the parents live with the grandparents and all of them live together in a big house or, you know, um, they all live in a, in a community all close together, right? So it's not really the nuclear family. A nuclear family is an American invention to make money. So it's funny that they're talking about that. Um, so how does a man uh, contribute to... Uh, like, how does a man contribute to the decline? Well, obviously, the girls are all sleeping with Chad. So what these guys are telling is, Chad, stop licking the ice cream. But it's actually not Chad's fault. Um, because Chad wouldn't exist if girls wouldn't put out. Right? But girls can't not put out because it's girls' nature to be hypergamous, to, to be physically attracted to men that are successful, multiple women. So what you need is actually a political system, or not a political system, you need, you need a, a social system, a cultural system that curbs hypergamy. And if you don't have it, you get the modern world. Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios, here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, you can go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Again, it's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. You can also drop me a donation like Adrian R and Tom M. Shout out to them. Let's continue. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> your Just name? Kidding. Did I say your name? You said preach. Oh. 
just kidding, man. <laughs> My question stands. Go ahead. How does that, if you preach that, how does that contribute? I mean, you could say that. I really tried. <laughs> I tried. I have nothing. My question is, nothing. how are a lot of these things in any way conducive to building the nuclear family? Some of these dudes are talking about having like multiple wives and doing all this stuff. Do you think that's the nuclear family? No. Uh, so Myron in that quote is talking about Islam, where in certain countries they, they allow you to have, I think, three wives uh, if you can support all of them financially. Uh, but again, that's not really the nuclear family. That creates more of an extended family, more of an old school, a really old school situation. And again, a person who has lots of money, lots of resources is able to do whatever he wants, really. An apex man, uh, uh, you know, but very few men are able to do that. It's not. You know, when you got multiple wives, you got to split your time with in different families. How is that contributing to a stable household? You running out here, raising your chances. Of but I mean, there's something no, that you... But you, you running out here, raising the chances of having your kids out of wedlock mm. with strangers that you don't even know. You only like them for their looks. Like, How is that choosing, one, a good mother for your kids? And two, um, creating a stable environment for them when you don't want to be with the mother. Like, I just Okay, so here's the thing. For a man to be able to choose a girl properly, he needs to understand female nature. In 2023, men are brainwashed to believe that women are sugar spice and everything nice and every girl is a good choice. And when men go and they spin plates, as Robert Tomasi says, when they, when they you know, have multiple options going concurrently, not necessarily sleeping with all of them, but you could, um, what you do is you have a very fast churn. So what that means is, you know, girls drop, you get a new girl, another girl drops, you get another new girl. And the point is, you get a very fast sampling of female nature. You get to understand what girls are like. And also, you get to learn what you as a man like and dislike. And unlike for women, because men are polygamous by nature, a man doesn't really destroy his ability to pair bond by doing this, right? So a man could sample many, many girls and then realize what he likes and then settle down, be monogamous with a girl and be fine right? Whereas if girls are doing that, you know, just sleeping around with Chad until they're 35 and then getting married, uh, they lose their ability to pair bond and they're not actually able to enjoy their life anymore because they can't actually enjoy any relationship they're in. It's not the case for men. So how is it contributing to man's ability to select? Well, uh, it contributes in a direct way. You understand what women are like, so you're able to weed out the terrible ones, so you don't marry, you know, you're not marrying the single moms, you're not marrying the girls with baggage, you're not marrying the disrespectful girls, you're not marrying the masculine girls, um, because you've been with girls like that, and you understand what they're like, and you understand um, how those relationships kind of go, right? That's the point. So how is it contributing? It's contributing in a very obvious way. I just find it funny sometimes, where it honestly feels like we're always pulling at two extremes, mm -hmm. right? It's like these people are like, the nuclear family, the nuclear family. It's like, well, what are you contributing to make sure that that thing is staying intact? You're not, right? It's become now a self-preservation thing from women and from men. Yes, right? which is understandable. Right? Women are basically saying, I've been fucked over by society for so long. I didn't have any autonomy. Mm -hmm. No, none of my dreams mattered. I was basically told to breed and stay at home and cook and clean. So like, no, I'm an individual who wants to do shit. So I'm going to go. Right. So these guys are just leftists, right? They don't believe in conservative values, right? They, like, again, 
Women said they wanted to work like a man. They wanted to compete like a man. And what has happened is this. Society said, okay, we're going to half everyone's salary, but we're going to keep the cost of everything the same. That's basically what ended up happening, right? Um, basically, the cost of everything doubled, right? And the salaries everyone halved, effectively. And so in order to have a family, uh, both man and woman have to work, and they both have to work middle-class jobs, Right? So let's say the, the dad has to be an engineer and the mom has to be a nurse, right? And these, these, you know, these two, they pay really good salaries, let's say 80 to 100,000 a year, right? So the, the, the family unit has $200,000 a year and everything is fine. But here's the problem. Everything is not fine. And here's why. Uh, these girls that go and, and become these strong independent career girls, they sleep around with Chad until they're 30 and they've established that career to be able to have that stable family. And they've eliminated their ability to pair bond and they have lots of baggage. Um, but also, uh, women are hypergamous. So a woman wants a man who's superior to her. So if she spent all that time becoming a nurse and she makes a salary of 80000 a year or $100,000 a year or whatever, you know, when she's 35, um, she doesn't want to marry a guy who makes $100,000 a year like her. And already that, that man that makes 100000 would be a superior man. He'd be better than like most, most men in terms of earning potential. But women don't want that. They want a man who earns 150% what they earn. So in order for a nurse to be happy, she has to marry a surgeon, right? She has to marry a guy with 150 to $200,000 salary a year. And so what that means is that these girls price themselves out of the market they're unable to get the kind of man they want because there's literally not enough of those men around. And because there's not enough of those men around, these girls are not able to get married. Um, and so by girls saying, I'm autonomous, I have dreams, I'm strong and independent, I want to do what I want to do, all of society has gone down because it goes against female nature. Women want a superior man and because women have stepped up, quote unquote, Men, effectively, by comparison, have stepped down um, because men doing exactly what they used to do 100 years ago doesn't work anymore. A man can't be an engineer anymore and be attracted to a girl. Now he has to be the manager of all the engineers. He has to be the, the, the CEO of that company for an, uh, an average engineer, to, uh, a woman, to be attracted to him. You see what I'm saying? And that, otherwise, what happens is you get unstable families. The, the wife is not attracted to the husband because the husband isn't superior to the wife. And I don't just mean in terms of earning potential, but there's other factors too. Uh, I'm just specifically talking about earning potential here. And because of that, you get unstable families who divorce. So girls saying they wanted to be independent, ironically, destroyed their ability to, to marry. Because it goes against their own nature. Women are much happier being, uh, you know, working in a job that's lower and being with a man that's superior. They're much happier in that arrangement as opposed to making equal money to the husband. And the, the thing is that in 2023, only if the husband and the wife have equal pay can they live a comfortable life. Or the man has to make double what the average middle class person earns and she can work that, um, you know, let's say, um, minimum wage job. But you know how many men can can work that upper class job, like surgeon, um, lawyer, uh, pharmacist, etc.? Very small percentage of the population and, and successful businessmen. Again, very small 
percentage of the population. And so these girls end up miserable. And it happened because of female empowerment, actually. It's really funny when I see these comments of um, all these guys want to take us back 100 years or 200 years. Yeah, because 200 years ago, you could actually have a happy, stable family. Now you can't unless you're an absolute apex man. And then the girls will say, well, why don't you work and become that apex man, loser? You're clearly not an apex man to be saying this. Okay, maybe I can't as an individual. But by design, by obvious logic, not every man can be superior. And so then what? We're back to the beginning. The superior men then share the girls. They would all rather share a superior man than be with a faithful loser. So the way that society is structured prevents female happiness and prevents stable nuclear families. Okay, back to the video. Go live my best life. Birth control exists. I want to have all this sexual freedom, right? And women are now discovering that, hey, listen, going around fucking every dude on the block is actually not rewarding. Then you have the opposite end of the spectrum where it's guys, right? And now guys are kind of being left behind, right? Their, their place in the world is almost gone. Yeah. Right? Because like they're the bottom 95%. Not in school. They're not needed. They're told that they don't want it, right? Women can do all bad by themselves, right? They're being pushed out of education, a lot of workplaces, even the dating market. Like, there's far more male versions. There's going to be female versions generally. Like, the Right. And that's why. Because the girls are sharing Chad. And they're sharing Chad when they're at their most fertile, when they should actually be married and having children. That's when they're sharing Chad. From 18 to 23. That's when they should be married and having children. But instead, they're out banging A, B, and C chad. And usually their income ends up being high as well. So you see what I'm saying? You can't form a stable society like that. How'd you get laid as an average dude or ugly dude? Far lower. So finding a mating opportunity becomes much more difficult, right? And so they engage in this self-preservation thing where they're like, well, women are to blame for my issues. The modern woman is not worth even dating or spending time on because they're entitled, twerking, loser, something. You know what I mean? Then the women are like, well, those modern men are just misogynists who want to perpetuate the patriarchy and not take the responsibility. So we have both sides. Nobody's. Yeah. So, um, guys, self-preservation, the MG toe movement, right? Men going their own way. They're like, I don't want to play this game. I'm out, right? Because these girls are entitled and, and rude to me, right? And there's also guys that are the so-called passport bros. But it's really funny because the, the passport bro, what, what are they actually doing? It's an adaptive strategy. Can't get the girls in the home country because the girls in the home country are going only after the top 5%. So you go to a different country where you are in the top 5% because you come from the original country. Right In a third world country, your salary of $80,000 a year to them is, you know, triple, right? So you're effectively an apex man, just like you are in the home country. But the difference is that in the home country, if you're an apex man, you know, making $250,000, $300,000 a year, the girls still wouldn't be feminine, they still wouldn't be submissive, they still wouldn't be cooperative, they still wouldn't be loyal. The, a large quantity of them, Right? Because they're just being taught by society to be exactly what these guys are saying. To be strong, independent boss babes that don't need no man. 
He's talking to each no, other. Both sides being like, the other's the problem. And nobody's talking to each right? other. Right? And even you hear them sometimes. You hear ladies be like, girl, you're the prize. You're the best. Yes, you right? hear that. Guess what? They'll lower your standards. Guess what? Guess what? I started hearing the red pill dudes be like, man, you're the prize. You choose when the relationship happens. You So they're doing the same speech. Except they're not. Men actually are the prize. And why are men the prize? Because... It's like what these guys are talking about is it's just a coping strategy, right? Men just say, you know, you know, you go, man, you know, like men are women. No, here is why men are the prize. Because it's much harder to be a high value, attractive man, much harder than to be an attractive woman, much harder. Let me explain a bit about what it takes to be an attractive man, okay? You have to make something like, in 2023, something like $150,000 a year, okay? Number one, you have to be physically fit. You have to be charismatic. Like, already these things here, already these things are very hard to achieve. What does a girl need to be to be uh, attractive in 2023? She needs to be not overweight. Do you see the difference? One requires years of hard work, determination, blood, sweat, tears. And one just requires not eating too much McDonald's. Men are the prize. Because it's much harder to achieve being a superior man than being an attractive woman. Much, much harder. So it's wrong to say that women are the prize. It's right to say that men are the prize. And before they knew that, right? Before women knew to be deferential to men. They knew. And they acted that way. And they were polite and respectful in relationships because they knew the value that men had. But nowadays, right, these girls, because, you know, they work their nine to five, you know, garbage job that doesn't fulfill them because women are fulfilled by family, not by jobs. All Men are fulfilled by jobs. Um, these girls think that they, they're all that right? Because of their hypergamy, right? A man that makes the same salary as her is inferior to her, right? Because that, that's how hypergamy works. And so it isn't wrong to say that men are the prize because when she finds a guy that she considers to be attractive to her, he is the prize. He's, more, he's, he's better than her in every way. He's taller, stronger, fitter, smarter, better friends, more friends, more charismatic. He's better than her in every single way. How could you possibly say the girl is the prize? F- to that man, Girls are a dime a dozen. But to a different crowd that's disaffected or disenfranchised when it comes to the dating it's market. It's like every bad step they take, uh, they blame it on each other. Yes. The man and the woman. Yes. This is a, this is a, you guys are purple pill. Shh, I don't care. It's wrong. These guys aren't purple pill. They're not. They're straight up blue pill. Straight up. These guys are arguing for egalitarian equalism. Which Rolo Tomasi says is blue pill. They're saying men and women are the same. They're doing the same things to each other. And they don't understand that they both have a part to play. And of course we understand that men and women both have a part to play. That's without a doubt. Men and women have a part to play. But in 2023... To say that men and women are equally to blame for what's happening is wrong. Just by, num- by sheer numbers, 
95% of girls are sharing the bedroom fun attention of the top 5% of men. Does that seem equal to you? It means 95% of girls are part of the problem and 5% of men are part of the problem. So who's more part of the problem, men or women? You can't say it's equally the problem because it's not. By numbers, it's not. I'm not a pill. I'm a human being. Okay? Yeah, but you got... I don't even go abide by the rules that you go. So you can call me whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. False. everybody's pointing the finger at everybody else. Yeah. For the bad stick that they... It's not true. Red Pill literally tells you to take accountability, to work on yourself, to better yourself, to become a strong, confident, successful, powerful, superior man. It It is about accountability. It just also talks about how women fail to take accountability and how women are also to blame because we're taught that women are sugar spice and everything nice. They do nothing wrong and they haven't contributed to the problem. It's all men, which is total and utter hogwash, as you all know, I'm sure. They take it. It's like, I think I a bad step. Yeah. Nigga, why did you make the floor crack? That's what you, that's what they're doing. Yo. But so so it goes on, it goes on. Nobody, nobody, everybody's mad. Everybody's mad. Nobody's. Can you just? Can y'all just fuck? Can y'all? Y'all? No, that is the fundamental problem. The problem is fundamentally that we can't all just have bedroom fun. That's the problem. The problem is most men get nothing, not little. Most men get zero. And that is not an exaggeration. The top 5% of men, as Andrew Tate says, they're blocking girls all the time. And the bottom 95%, they swipe 1,000 times on Tinder and get three matches with girls that nobody wants to match with, if you know what I mean. So no, this guy is wrong. Y'all could just... Be fucking right now. No. Other than throwing hands. Actually not. Instead of being, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, it's like a chainsaw by battle. It's like, yo, y'all could be fucking right now. Total and utter hogwash. False. And here's here's a discussion that you have to have at some point because you're going to realize some things don't overlap. The things that get you to the dance aren't the things that are going to keep you dancing. No, my car doesn't make me dance. (laughs) Right. So what he's saying is, in order to get into a relationship, those skills are different than relationship maintenance skills. That's, a, that's actually true. That is actually true. The skills that you, that you use to get, to become a superior man, are not the same skills that you need to maintain a relationship, um, but they're complementary. So the skills that you got in order to get multiple girls, those skills will help you to keep your relationship. But relationship management is actually a totally different it's a totally different thing that you need to work on independently and you need to practice it. Okay, um, let's read a Reddit post here uh, on relationship advice posted nine hours ago. My 29 boyfriend of seven years, uh, so she's 29 and he's 29, doesn't seem to be considering proposing anytime soon. Am I stupid to think he, he ever will? I, 29, have been with my boyfriend for seven years now. We have a lot in common. I love him. I love our life together. And I can't imagine sharing my life with anyone else. up until now 
I've not really been hinting, pushing, or mentioning engagement or anything like that too much, as we both don't have a lot of money, and I never wanted it to be forced. We've been saving up for a deposit for buying a house together for the past couple of years, and I've told myself that that's a big commitment on his part. And I always had it in my mind that when the time comes and he's ready and wants to make the next step, he'd propose. But a recent anniversary made me realize it's been a whole seven years, and it doesn't seem to even be thinking about proposing. And I've started doubting that if he hasn't asked in that amount of time, if seven years has not been enough for him to feel that he wants to spend the foreseeable future with me, then he never will. I asked him recently if marriage is something he wants in the future, and he said yes, but that was it. So I wanted to see what other people think about it. Am I wasting my time thinking he'll commit to me one day and propose? Or is my gut feeling that if he hasn't felt it by now, he never will? So by the way, guys, this is a very common thing that happens to girls when they reach the age of 29. They realize their time is running out and they they can't get the same kind of guys they could when they were 22, also known as the wall. And when they reach this point, they want to get married. They want to consolidate, right? They want to stick the landing. Um, now this guy has taken seven years of the girl's prime fertility, so good, good on him. Um, but that's why she's asking the question. She wants security. Uh, and it, it's just how women work, right? When they're 22 to 30, they're not thinking about security. When they're 30 plus, they are, because that's, that's how women are. That's their life, their life cycle, right? Um, now, this girl actually is a little bit better off than the average girl. The average girl, she sleeps around with Chad, and at 29, she wants to find a new man after she's been sleeping with Chad for, you know, different Chads for the, the past 10 years. She wants to find a guy to, to, you know, to marry her. So this girl's actually doing it a little bit better. What she should do, my advice, is just stick it out. He's going to marry you. He's just waiting for the stability, right? Okay, um, let's see the top comment. 1.1k efforts. If you have plans to buy a house, it's perfectly normal to discuss marriage too. It's a normal conversation that you can bring up and ideally more openly than some hypothetical do you see marriage in your future. Proposal, proposal should just be a nice moment that builds upon the couple already knowing they want to marry. Not something to wait for to change your life. Uh, okay. Okay, let's see. Uh, 582. You can't be in a serious relationship and not talk about long-term plans. Real life isn't a fairy tale and neither of you can read each other's minds. You need to talk. Heck, seven years without talking about the future, how did they manage to do that? Uh, 379 upvotes. You might have to tell him super directly that you'd like to get engaged. Don't buy a house with him without getting married or he may never want to get married and then you'll be stuck. Okay. So again, you see, nesting, the girl is trying to get security. She's trying to guarantee her own security, right? Again, it's just what women are. Uh, it's what women are like. So um, they should be getting married at 22, but I mean, we're not, you know, in the 1900s anymore, sadly. So there's that. Okay, we're going to end the video there. Again, guys, if you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, just go to my Patreon and subscribe. Patreon.com slash the blog. Again, it's newly revamped, posting weekly content. Patreon.com slash the blog. You could also subscribe. Uh, sorry, you could also drop me a donation like Adrian R or Tom M. Shout out to them. Link is in the description. Just click on that little arrow thing. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, guys, especially if you took the time out of your busy day to listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves and I will see you next time.